Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete pours to back our log of claims so keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our as labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang, echoing all over the joint. But never mind, we're here we are, Sunday morning, it's autumn in Melbourne. Hasn't been too bad a week, a bit of rain, a bit of sunshine, a bit of everything. Good morning, Campo. Good morning, Warren. Good morning, Goanna. What is happening? Lots of good things, because we're in the middle of an election campaign, which I, I did say... Know. I Which notice. I did say we weren't going to talk about because most of us are already more than fed up with it. However, this week has been a beauty for all sorts of things which have nothing to do with the actual election. Strip clubs, Facebook, you name it, it's all been happening this week. Poor old, poor old Stevie boy. He's upset his fearless leader, Pauline, by turning up to a strip club and saying a whole sorts of very untoward things. There wasn't much more he could throw in, was there? He was, uh, what is he, racist, sexist, groping her? Oh, he was all over it. There was, there's not many more boxes he could have ticked on the way out the door. Well, all they had to if they if they could have got him, you know, having a line of coke while he was doing it. That's that's, the that's full next bag. week's video. That's, that's next week's the full video. <laughs> oh yes, and. Uh, You've got to be careful what you do these days because now that uh, the new uh, mobile phone cameras mm. being produced in China can buddy spy on the United States from 2,000 feet above the ground, you know, it's, it's extraordinary what can be done. But sometimes it's the old technology which is the best. Facebook. I... I 
young Jessica, the Liberal candidate down in Tasmania, said, no, no, it wasn't me that made all that anti-Muslim uh, stuff on my Facebook page. That had been doctored. Someone had interfered with my Facebook page. And good old Shitmo said, we'll refer it to the federal police. Oh, dear. How sad. The federal police got it right for once and said, no, no, it's all original. It's her stuff. And she's had to resign as the candidate. Oh, dear. The old Facebook, it brings them undone quite quickly, doesn't it? <laughs> and how many got undone in the last week? Oh, We're up to, aren't, aren't we up to nine Liberal candidates already who all had to be disendorsed? They're still on the ballot paper, I warn you folks, but they're disendorsed. So we, rank and file members, people listening, should remember that, um, and I saw, I think it was in this morning or yesterday's paper, the Liberals are promising to put it back into into Parliament for, for voting where they want to have a say on who our leadership and who union officials can be. Well, we should, you know, if, if Labor gets up, we should put it to Labor that we want to say on who the Liberal Party candidates are because they clearly can't fucking vet them because uh, them between them, uh, the, the, the Clive Palmer party, um, Pauline Hanson's crew, uh, there's there's a serious vetting problem. Maybe they need to go to our union executive and we can start picking who their leaders are because they're obviously uh, incapable of doing it. Well, I would think that Bill Shorten would like to leave it the way it is because the way the three, the Liberals <laughs> and their national coalition partners, the Pauline Hanson One Nation and the Clive Palmer United Australia Party are going... By election day, they won't have any endorsed candidates. Oh, look who they work for. <laughs> you know, you see a shit boss, no one wants to work for him, so I would be the same. And the other thing is, what happens if a disendorsed, or in, for that matter, an endorsed candidate in the election has preferences which then go to a candidate... For example, let's just say one of these people in the United Australia Party whose eligibility to run is under question. What happens if their preferences elect somebody? Well, does that, as has been suggested, throw the whole election into uh, dispute? So in other words, we could have an election on the 18th of May. By the time they finally finish the uh, vote, particularly in the Senate, which could be two weeks later, maybe even longer, then there's a challenge in the High Court about whether or not there is going to be, given previous decisions of the High Court, a uh, problem with someone's preferences. We have to then run the preference count, the whole Senate all over again. We could be without a government for the rest of the year. We've been hey. without a government for 10 years. So why can't we just have another six months? <laughs> What's another six, six months? months? What is another What's, six months? What is another six months? The problem is the country would probably end up going ahead with no government. Well, we couldn't go any worse because we, we haven't, <laughs> let's be honest, we definitely haven't had one since uh, the last election, that's for sure. Well, we've had several. Well, we've several, had several no prime ministers who, uh, who are all going to retire on a prime minister's pension. Uh, so Malcolm's somewhere over in the United States at the moment in New York, the Big Apple, uh, living off the uh, fat of the land. And uh, we could have another one or two or three. 
<laughs> and and these people, you know, you remember you go back. It seems like a long time ago, but it wasn't. Uh, remember, hockey came out and said uh, the age of entitlement is over. That's that's the classic cliche conservative politician, isn't it? He five minutes later, he's deemed to be incompetent. There's a there's a culling in the Liberal Party. He's gone, and he's now double dipping uh, into taxpayers where he gets paid for two jobs and uh if that's not entitlement i don't know what is but that's that's the little bubble they live in they they've got no idea of grasping reality and what actual um australians are going through at the moment through lack of leadership but we do have clive palmer providing leadership to everybody in how to rip off capitalism to your own advantage avoid all personal responsibility and then say Vote for me because I'm going to look after you. Only, only in the system that we've got now, currently, and and probably, or oh, definitely would happen in America, but where you can have a bloke who the government, or sorry, the taxpayers, us, had to pay $70 million out to his nickel refinery workers um, because he declared bankrupt. Uh, then can run again for an election after he's laid all those people off, not paid them. He's now, you know, opened up a, a, a company in New Zealand with the threat of suing the Australian government. Um, if that was a unionist, they'd be calling that treason. Um, now we're, we're we're in a situation where he's probably going to win a few seats because of the ridiculous um, political atmosphere that we have. People don't educate themselves. I'm sick of hearing people say that, oh, I don't get involved in politics or politics, you know, I don't get it, you know, politics isn't a part of my life. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, politics is a part of all our lives, unfortunately. And if you don't get involved, we end up with Pauline Hansons, we end up with Clive Palmer's, and we end up with the situation we're in now where workers having to work two, three jobs, casual jobs to try and meet, uh, you know, make ends meet. And if you want to know how it all ends, you know, at the bottom of the plug hole is, is America. Have a look at what the working class is like over there. That's where we're heading because people don't want to get involved in politics, as they say. Have a, have, have a think about who tells us not to get involved in politics. It's the conservative, you know, or, or the 1% that run the joint. I oh, don't don't worry yourselves with um, you know political stuff. Let it, let us manage that, and we're seeing how that's going. They don't pay tax. Uh, they they double dip. They they've got the taxpayers who can't afford it already high, uh, in the higher tax brackets, and we end up with where we are now. But I, what I want to know is what what deals he's asking Scomo for. What's he? Uh, what is Yoda or the sloth? He looks like fucking Jabba the Hutt asking for. He didn't show up. To <laughs> Jabba. He didn't he's, show up. Princess Leia. He was elected last time. He <laughs> fell asleep in the joint. He didn't even show up to half the sittings. What What does Jabba the Hutt want for his vote? You know, he's robbed the people of Townsville, and he gets out there and he's saying, "I'm going to lift the pension." Well, he. I could promise you a Ferrari, but I'm not going to fucking be able to deliver it. That's that's what he's doing at the moment, and people are falling for it. His ad campaign's worth more than what the money he robbed the people for. It's a bloody joke. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I see well, he's signed up his uh, anyone who runs for his party. Uh, there's a contract, evidently, that says uh, they've got to pay him four hundred grand back if if they pull out. So he, there's not a lot of confidence, but there's not a lot of solidarity there, is there? You know, that's like us signing members up and going, "Oh, if you pull out midterm, you're going to have to pay us five hundred. Remember last time, like his whole party, you had Lazarus, everyone. It, it fell apart in a week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's because they finally all got in a room after the election and went, "You're a wanker." <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, well, it's been a big week, as you've gathered, in terms of amusement. But, of course, the election day is coming. We just have to put up with the bullshit a bit longer. Are we going to have ScoMo and Bill Shorten do a leadership debate on here? Or? On, the, on, on, <laughs> the gang? on the gang? On the gang? I don't reckon we'd let ScoMo out here just quietly. <laughs> he wouldn't get in the car park, no. I reckon. <laughs> Righto, we've got to move on and talk about some stuff that has happened. And Campo, there was an incident on uh, a stellar job, I believe, yep. which is pretty horrific. Yeah, obviously, um, at Heidelberg, Stella have a, a four-story job out there. Um, they've got a robotic crane out there as well. They had no emergency evacuation box, and they also had no stretcher stairs. And what happened was one of the form workers, your offcuts of your strand of your stressing cables, he stood on one of the offcuts, uh, and, you know, it's yay long, it's probably 600 mil long. It's flicked up and gone through his leg and missed his artery. They had to remove it out the side of his leg. It's quite horrific. He, to get him down, they had to get the um, the fire rescue people. To get him down, it took two two and a half hours to get him down because they had no no way of getting him down, no self retrieval system. So they got him down. The next day we go out there and the blokes are back up working on the deck. They've got no stretchers. They've got no stretcher. They've got no first aid facilities. They've got no smoke go sheds. They've got no. Um, Cage, medivac cage to get anyone down, but it's on its way. That's what they were saying. All the stuff the union gets fined for for bringing up on on jobs but like that. He, the you know the CNI dogs come out there. Worksafe were there after the incident, and the, the, he said it was quite a clean job. And yeah, they let yeah. him go back to work. You know, here we had a bloke who could have died, so he put everyone back up in the same risk. We don't even stop it until they get a medivac box to get someone self rescue off the crane. It's they're about as useless as an Australian motorbike as it going has pointed out before. But that's a joke, you know, especially after the, we've had that bloke die in Sydney, all this sort of stuff. They sit there and talk about what he used to do for a living, old Darren, what's, but not fix any issues. It's a bloody joke. Yeah, I, I've had a mental job uh, where we would, exact same issues, access egress, emergency evac, no procedure, uh, no stretcher. And the uh, WorkSafe bloke said to uh, the builder, um, don't put the uh, the stretcher as a part of your um, emergency access. Don't rely on it because then the union will make you train um, the the workers that are going to be involved in it and how to use the stretcher. That was straight out of the work work safe's uh, inspector's mouth. So, guys, we you know we know we we have to look after ourselves out there because uh, obviously the regulator is definitely not doing that. And let's be blunt about it. We had this blue back in the late nineties when. WorkSafe did nothing, and uh, 13 people died in one year. Thank goodness we've never gone anywhere close to that again. But what we had to do was basically take direct action. And, of course, if we take direct action, illegal industrial action, which in those days was legal, but now is no longer legal, even though it's a health and safety issue, We are the criminals. We are the people who get fined. We are the people who get absolutely vilified in uh, advertisements on TV from the master builders who aren't doing anything to help uh, health and safety issues. I mean, it's all bullshit, folks. And the MBA ads, which I understand for those who watch the rugby league, Good game. Good game. <laughs> uh, absolutely featuring big time in the lead up to this election. And 
All they're saying is, and this is the irony of it, not vote ScoMo, but tell Bill when he gets elected, he's got to save the ABCC. Yep. They're really clinging to it, aren't they? I think um, they're, they're fighting for relevance. I mean, that's it's not it's not a secret. They weren't even involved in the last um, construction but, uh, negotiations. So they're struggling, yeah, struggling for a bit of relevance. Maybe want to get back to the table, but really, if you see the ads where they've got you know a big burly bloke standing over a young girl and 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 some bloke going oh you know you're just anti small business well let me tell you the abcc has done nothing to save small subcontractors against big builders small subcontractors are held to ransom every day of the week by major builders and multinational companies and the liberal party have done nothing the union goes in uh, because those subcontractors have um, rank and file members with it we're continually getting money for small subcontractors. So if you want to look at actual proof of who looks after the small business in, in commercial construction, the union's got a lot more runs on the board than the ABCC and the, and the Liberal Party. And the master builders. How many times have the master builders helped subbies oh, get Sorry, money? I forgot who they were. Oh, that, that's it. They're not irrelevant, but they've got it around the wrong way. I've seen project managers stand over small subbies and make them do sign contracts that they know they have no way of paying and make them deliver shit. They treat them like dirt and the master builders do nothing. What about all the all the blokes who got put back on the casual by, by grubby bosses before the Easter break because the, the boss didn't want to pay the... Uh the, the, the public, public holiday, holiday yeah. so that wasn't the union that was that was employers but we, we do have one but that that is free enterprise and you're allowed to do that in this country exactly yeah. exactly right we might cut to a track and campo Oh, Briggs, you've got Briggsy. it. Briggsy, this is this is for Pauline Hanson supporters. <laughs> oh, and if anyone has seen it, you yeah, go and hush what they say oh. now. I just pay my way out. Man, hush what they say now. I just pay my way out. Man, hush what they say now. I just pay my way out. Man, hush what they say now. I just pay. My I just pay my way out. This is a miracle. Go with the fellas, whatever the weather. We got drinks with umbrellas. You got time to wine, I keep them down in the cellar. We got time to shine, I do that shit at Coachella. Throwing brunches and lunches, lunches and crunches. Living life in abundance, no really worry about nothing. Then I pull up, hop out, wave at that cop now. Stop sign, ran that, oh that fine, that's not out. And hush what they say now.
Briggs, he's gold, isn't he? He's he, he's. Uh, I I I did notice some um, bit of publicity about a billboard he, they put up in Shep in response to uh, Pauline Hanson's. Assuming we're all uh, racist, narrow-minded rednecks, but uh, the uh, the the response from Briggs was great. I thought. Yeah, get get on the net and uh, have a look. And uh, Pauline's poster basically says. I say what Australia thinks, yep. and Briggs has got one on the back of it. It says, I think you should be gone or something. <laughs> nah, he, he, yeah. yeah. Uh, absolutely Can't classic. wait to see the back of Pauline Hanson. And the, there's orange and yellow billboards all over this country saying, don't worry, we'll think, we'll do this for you, and Clive Palmer will do it for you, no worries, after he's looked after himself. And Pauline, well, sorry, you're surrounded by a whole lot of shit. Suggest that you keep doing it. You're in the same category. I suppose we're not helping right now, but really the mainstream media gives us so yeah. much, so much airtime. Yeah. Um, that that interview the other night on a current affair. A current affair must have been a quiet day on which washing powder was the best in the industry, mm. which is the normal dribble they play, but. Where she's crying and you know playing the victim and you, you, you know why am I being targeted? Well, maybe because you're targeting minority groups and uh, and people see through it and the tear the crocodile tears. Oh, yeah, the, crocodile tears. The scary thing is people will vote for her because they feel sorry for her. That yet. Wake up, people. And Wake we've got up. to remember, she's a disendorsed liberal candidate too, so we all should know where Who went to jail for electoral fraud. Yeah. yeah, and she's back in the parliament. And I want to know what happened to the bloke who was who, the other offsider in America. He went missing, didn't he? He must have been at the strip club too. He was probably under the table. He's the one who took the footage. <laughs> <laughs> Righto, moving along, we should talk about another little incident, health and safety, this time at Metro Tunnel. That's the CYP. Job that's crossing Yarra partnership. They have what they are calling, and they say they have to do it because it's in their contract with the state government. They are calling these young women that have been engaged civil apprentices. There is no such thing as a civil apprenticeship. It is absolute bullshit. But it's become the excuse to employ people who have never worked in the industry and did a short course at Holmes Glen TAFE. Holmes Glen TAFE, you are just trying to take advantage of a business opportunity and they only pay them 26 bucks and they turned up onto the Arden uh, part of the Metro uh, project down into the uh, excavation where they're lay uh, laying the uh, steel for the raft and told them Go and clean up the loose steel under the uh, Rio. Gone down, unsupervised, never done nothing like They never walked on steel in her life and did her ankle, dragged herself back up out of the hole to try and find someone to tell her what to do next. Couldn't find anyone, thought she was going to get the sack. Dragged herself back down into the hole, tried walking on the Rio again, and did a knee. That had to be, you know, this is no supervision, no responsibility, load of crap, and it's in their contract, so they just do it. Well, got to say, ain't acceptable. 
and the state government stop bullshit and stop tokenism, actually employ some people with fair dink of apprenticeships. The job is going to go that long. Take responsibility. Have people who actually are the mentors for apprentices, proper apprentices, carpenters and other trades, and get on with it, doing it properly. But no, what do we got? We got these people who go and do a short course at TAFE, Holmes Glen, come to a job, are left to their own devices. Pathetic, despicable, and unacceptable. But like you said, the, st- the state government's got a lot to answer for. They put all these things so they can get out the front of cameras and tick the box. But we want women in the industry. But we want to give them meaningful jobs and That's proper right. apprenticeships and get them skilled up. Don't just give them a tote. They've got a cheap labour in the move steel. She's hurt herself. Mm. And they don't care. There's no compassion. You know? Next one. That's it's, what they'll be saying. It's the same on you know all that government procurement jobs. They use the ten percent training and uh, they they upskill most of the people in the office just to tick the box. We yep. get no new apprenticeships. Goes back to the building code, like we said. Yep. We used to have it in the agreements, quotas, and all that sort of stuff. Taken office by the Liberals once again. And Pauline Hanson, she voted for it as well. Yep. Righto. Moving along. May Day this Sunday. At uh, Trades Hall, 1 o'clock will be the march, the, the, the usual May Day celebrations, cutting a uh, cut-off uh, section of Ligon Street, so it'll be a family day as well. Get along, so, people, get along. Righto, Scallywags. Oh, Stella. Stella, obviously, Scallywag for... CYP. Yep. Wet Spot. Uh, wet Spot. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we brought up the issue last... Um, before the break, that wet spot got blokes in at one o'clock in the morning and put them up on the fifth level because there was no elevator. So we went through their compliance and all their compliance was out and they weren't paying the blokes properly. So they were in the shed on the last day of break and they had the whole of the break to fix it up. And we get back 10 days later, same story all over again. The compliance wasn't fixed. And then they wonder why they're in the shed, please. Righto. And uh, Suki Lala's. I've got one more nomination for oh, uh, Scallywag. I think Jonathan Thurston should get a you know mention. <laughs> that really, what, what do you think, Goanna? Scallywags? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I oh, know we're on to Suki Lala, aren't we? We're on to Suki Lala. Yeah, yeah, Suki Lala. Put uh, me in that. Put uh, me in that. Yeah, we're, we're going to have a talk very soon about the most working class. Football, Football team, teams. guys. Yeah, listen, we're I having trouble. I can't cop the wet yet. I've been smashed by this Western Bulldogs thing with Howard running through a banner. <laughs> Help me out, people. Put it in the comment box. Who is the most working class AFL side? Help me out. Righto. So Pauline Hanson had the big crocodile tears uh, and helped along by a current affair. And ABD, big suck up because. We told them, we told the world, that they had been sooking up. Oh, and now they've sooked up again. Falsifying so. documents, trying to kill workers, and now now they're sooking about it. Because they've been mentioned the show. Just, you know, you don't have to be real bright. If you didn't mention it, maybe we wouldn't say it again. But thanks anyway, ABD. Uh, Sookie Lala. The gift that keeps on giving. Righto. So who are we going for with Scallywags? Oh, Pauline answered. <laughs> no. Uh, let's go with I thought we were going spot. Wet Spot. Wet spot. Yep. Righto. Pauline Hanson and ABD for Sookie Lala's. We're going to go out in the same old way. A dare to struggle. Dare to win. Fight. You lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. And we're going out with a little tune called Sea Cruise. Enjoy it, Gorilla.
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.